0: Welcome to the X-Block. Am I right, Marine? Sir, yes, sir! Then listen up. You're listening to the X-Block. I'm Jaren, and he's Caleb. Let's get into it. You are listening to the X-Block podcast episode 29. I'm Jaren, and I'm here with Caleb. Heyo! And this is the world's number one Xbox podcast. You're probably sick this week,
1: Jared. Oh, probably yeah. sick. You sound like you're dying, like a cancer patient, stage eight. Jesus, that's
0: a lot of stages. Yeah, <laughs> like Mario. Pretty sure it has eight worlds. <laughs> I'm like next level. That's what video games does. It allows you to climb to stages unseen before.
1: Jaren, we were playing, when were we playing Outriders this week? When was that happening?
0: Uh, was that at the start of the week? Did we finish? Yeah, we finished at the
1: start of the week. You were sick then, right? Well, no, it was right after. The next day, we got on to play something, and you were like, you know, you got off for the night, and you're like, all right, man, see you. And I'm like, yeah, dude, see ya. And then the, it's like, you know, and then the next day, you come on, and you're like, hey, Caleb, I'm sick. And I'm like, it was, it's been 12 hours. <laughs> like, how does that work?
0: Dude, Outriders, the sickness that was in the game after we beat it was released, and it went into my body. <laughs>
1: It's a long game, dude. I'll tell you what.
0: Yeah, but we I got the thousand.
1: Yeah, I guess I can. we can go into what we've been playing now. Hey, J.K., what have you been playing? Oh, all right, dude. So I've been playing Outriders with you. You know, we finished it. Uh, You got all the achievements. I'm at 790 out of a thousand.
0: Yeah, like a bitch.
1: It's a, fun, it's a pretty fun game to play. I don't think personally it's as fun as everybody, like as good rather, as everyone said it was, you know, when it came out. I thought it would be like better, honestly, but I, I wasn't totally disappointed. The map sucks. Which I think we've said before, right? Oh, yeah. It's a terrible map. Yeah. And then uh, I played a little bit of the Elder Scrolls, Uh, not uh, online, uh, not much at all. Did you just burp? Yeah, I did. (laughs) I fucking hate you. (laughs) And then when we played the free horde maps in Zombie Army 4, and so now I have the completion in that game, 66 achievements, by the way. What up? Uh, Then I completed the Pirate's Life expansion in Sea of Thieves, and uh, me and the boys went fishing a bit, you know, kind of hyping it up. Season four, Jaren, by the way, the plunder pass. Got to get in there.
0: Can you ever truly complete a pirate's life?
1: Uh, you can. The DLC, yeah, but it's the, a pirate's way, you know, life doesn't. No, that's, that's forever. And that's, you know, a big part of the story, Jaren. The, the pirate's life expansion thing, it's really, you got to play it, man. I mean, it's, there's some parts that are a bit long where they just throw enemies at you for, like, 25 minutes, and that gets annoying. But overall, for Sea of Thieves, like, pretty great. And, uh, you know, Jack Sparrow, the homie, what up? And then Star Wars Battlefront 2, I played that. Austin, my friend Austin, who hates Star Wars, got into that based entirely on the gameplay. And now he's, like, the biggest fucking Star Wars fan ever. Not really. But, like, we'll be like, hey, guys, what are are you going to play tonight? And then Austin's, like, really want to slaughter some Ewoks. And I'm like, you're not even... Okay, fine, we're playing Battlefront, all right. And I'm... He doesn't like Star Wars, but the game is so good because it is that uh, he's like into it. Uh, And then we played a bit of Siege last night once I finished all my work. So, yeah, that's about all I've been playing. Oh, yeah. I remember what I was going to tell you. Remember how before we started recording, I told you I was going to tell you something like I wanted to tell you something. We started talking, but I just saved it for the podcast. Yep. It's total tangent, dude. Total aside. But I've had, you know, Will Smith in, uh, in, in Independence Day when he's like, welcome to Earth. You remember that? Mm-hmm. You remember, yeah, I've had that stuck in my head for like five days. I just forgot <laughs> to tell you that. And, uh, you Why know, and do that, I
0: need to know that?
1: I don't know. And in that, <laughs> in that movie, chair, he doesn't say welcome to Earth. You know, he says welcome to Earth, but like it's kind of been memed and memorialized to be like welcome to Earth. And uh, yeah. I've just had that stuck in my head for like five days. Like I wanted to talk, like when we were talking, I wanted to say like nine times, like welcome to Earth, <laughs> but I didn't do it. So uh, <laughs> totally unrelated. I just wanted to tell you that. That's okay. It. Yeah. So welcome to, to, to
0: Earth, Good to know. I'm, I'm here. I've been here all my life. <laughs> what what have you been playing, man? Well, finished Outriders with you. Obviously, we already talked about it. Then we played that Sniper Elite DLC. Also already talked about it. I'm almost done Yakuza, though. Yakuza Zero. The Yakuza. Yeah, dude. Game's great. Game. It's batshit insane, but it's great.
1: Yeah, and you're playing that on PC, right?
0: No, 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 no. I'm playing that on my other oh, Xbox Oh, that's account. right.
1: Yeah, your alt yep. account. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you're almost done. How many hours you played it?
0: I've played it for about 36 now.
1: That's not bad. I mean, I guess it takes a long time to complete, but I thought it would take longer to like even just beat it, you know?
0: Yeah, I think it speeds up at a certain point. Like, I'm only there's like 17 chapters, and I'm only at 10, but apparently it does mm. like rapidly like start going like story wise.
1: Maybe you're just really good at games, Jared, and everybody else sucks. Did you ever consider that?
0: No, no, I'm I'm really not. I'm just okay. That's fair. I'm a good podcast host, though.
1: Yeah, well, we'll go that far.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll go that far. <laughs> take it to the bank. No. <laughs> On that uh, bombshell, I guess we'll uh, we'll move into outside the box, Caleb. All right, Jaren, hit me with it.
1: I'm thinking now.
0: Outside the Box. Where we cover all the news you need to know outside the Xbox community. The first story in Outside the Box, Sony has bought Blue Point Games, the developer behind the Demon Souls remake. What? Caleb, what? I know, shocking. It's like uh, it's almost like it didn't leak months yeah. ago. Yeah.
1: This 10-year uh, second-party partner of Sony's uh, kind of popularized for being the remake studio behind uh, Shadows of the, Shadow of the Colossus and Demon's Souls and all that nonsense. Yeah, they got bought. And uh, you'll remember, you might remember, I think it was when Sony acquired Firesprite that, or maybe it was, Nex, what was it, Nexus, the port studio, uh, a few months ago. Yeah, the, I think the Japanese PlayStation Twitter or some nonsense tweeted out, an image that was like, Welcome to the family. And it was PlayStation <laughs> Studios logo with uh, Bluepoint. And then they took that down, I think, and they were like, Whoops. And then they put out the right one with like Nexus or whoever it was. And they were like, Welcome to the family. And everybody was like, Okay, so you bought Bluepoint. Got it. <laughs> we just been waiting for like two or three months. And uh, they finally are like, All right, we did it for realsies. And everybody was like, We know.
0: Yeah, it takes a while, dude, to approve acquisitions. And what's the first thing that you do when you buy a studio that specializes in ports?
1: Uh, You get them working on some original content.
0: <laughs> there you go. That is what you do.
1: Yeah. So Bluepoint provided a statement to uh, to I- I- IGN, I believe. And they were like, you know, I think it was the head of the studio maybe was like, yeah, we're, we're working on original content. And then some people were led to believe that this means original IP and it could, but it, it may not. I don't know. It's weird, you know, or uh, yeah, like they're working on their own game. That's not a remake, but we don't really know what they're working on. But it's original.
0: Yeah, like they could be remaking a game and then making original DLC content like Machine Games did for Quake.
1: I have no idea. And and this kind of leans into what we're talking about here soon, but everyone thought they were remaking Metal Gear. But it seems like, based on what we're going to get into in a minute, that that's not the case. So I have no clue what Blue Points were. I think people
0: were just praying that they were remaking Metal Gear.
1: No, you say that, but like people, I think, I don't know if it was someone from GameSpot or maybe even Jeff Grubb or other people. But, like, people who you would think would have sources and be insiders, they've been saying for, like, months and a long time that, like, Bluepoint's working on Metal Gear. I think Jason Trier may have even said it at some point. Maybe not. I don't want to misquote him. But, like, I'm I, for sure, insiders with knowledge who would you would think would know have said it. And then this new information seems like that's not maybe the case.
0: I think we've established, Caleb, that the only people that truly know what is happening in the games industry are us.
1: Yeah, us and VGC. Yeah.
0: There you go. That's about it. The next news story, the studio PlayStation just bought has now bought its own new studio. So Caleb, I'm going to break this down for you.
1: Yeah, sick man. Go ahead.
0: Sony owned a studio called Liverpool in in 2012, Studio Liverpool or whatever it was called. Then they closed it. They did. Because that's how you manage a studio. And then they were <laughs> like, yo, what should we do? Why don't we buy back a bunch of guys who were part of the studio in Fire Sprite Games? And everyone's like, cool. Congratulations. You got a new studio, PlayStation. You know, they did just buy back another part of their studio and then that studio was like hey you know what we should do we should buy back more of the people that already worked for sony that made another separate team and add them to our studio
1: so there you go man that's like a fucking matryoshka doll you know those russian dolls here? <laughs> of fucking buying studios so yeah fire sprite bought who is it again
0: uh what is it fabric
1: fabric all right there you go yeah so they they bought that studio and now they're up their head count over there is up to like i don't know 270 something people which is a huge studio and so yeah essentially this already this year sony has acquired i think that makes four studios with if you count the nexus i think it is port studio blue point fire sprite and then fire sprite owned by sony i guess acquired these people which i don't know how that works i don't know how your studio can go out and buy another studio seems like <laughs> sony buying a studio with extra steps but that's apparently what happened
0: yeah, usually that's called tax evasion.
1: Something. I don't I don't know what happened there. But yeah, all these British folks, I think they're Br- British over their fabric, but regardless, a, a lot of, a lot of uh, European folks getting back together to make some exclusive content. And they're working on an adventure game, I guess, if they're with Firespite now. They're working on some sort of nar- dark narrative adventure game, and I think some sort of shooter. And we assume at least one of their titles will heavily focus on PSVR 2. They're working on that shit, so yeah uh acquisition fucking microsoft over here buying nothing for the foreseeable future since they bought bethesda and sony over here making moves left and right
0: yeah it's funny because now now it's okay again to buy buy things again and i and then everyone's favorite like counter to that is well, Sony, uh, Sony grows all their studios internally and they like fillet them until they're, until they're ready for Sony to buy them. And then Sony comes in and buys them. That's how you're supposed to buy studios. You're supposed to build them with your bare hands and then caress them while they only make games for you. And then, then, Caleb, then you have the right to purchase them. Or you can start the studio yourself, fire everybody, and then pay for them again and then <laughs> use it know. as positive news.
1: Yeah, I they did, dude. They, this studio was literally closed less than 10 years ago, or at least Fire Sprite rather. And then they they bought them again. I was like, how the fuck does that work? I guess the financials at the time, it made sense, you know?
0: It's genius for the people who work there, though, Caleb. Like, you get fired, you make a better studio, and then you make them pay you for to come back.
1: Yeah, it's actually pretty brilliant. I don't know, man. PlayStation out there buying, folks. I, I don't know. Some people, and I kind of get the argument of people being like, well, PlayStation... Buys people that kind of work with them exclusively for the most part, anyways. You know, they have really good deals with them. And then Microsoft just buys people who are already publishing on all platforms. And I'm like, okay, so Sony never lets me, you know, they strangle me in the cradle. Meanwhile, Xbox, like, (laughs) I don't know, lets other people experience some of the games and then acquires them. Like, I guess there are pros and cons to each. But with PlayStation, I'm like, okay, so you guys nurture relationships wherein I never even get to experience some of those games. And I'm like, I don't see how that's any better than me being able to play games for a while and then not being able to anymore and then deciding whether I want to make a purchase on that. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with you in the sense that I don't think it's really good for the industry as a whole with everybody buying up everything, but I feel like it's where we're headed. So everybody might as well just get used to it. And the companies with the biggest dicks are coming and we're going to talk about it in the X Factor discussion
1: exactly yeah so we're gonna get more into that industry consolidation kind of stuff but yeah for the next piece of news Jaron, what do you got
0: uh sony may be planning to add playstation 5 games to playstation now based on a new patent filed by the company essentially the way we titled this entire thing was sony looking like budget microsoft (laughs)
1: like microsoft with less money (laughs) yeah so vgc reported on this one this is just there's a patent for like sony grouping together a bunch of nvme ssds that can apparently run or stream PS5 games on the back end. They didn't say PS5 in there, but the fact that it's like an NVMe SSD based, I think, streaming kind of thing makes, I think, VGC kind of say, you know, this seems like since NVMe SSDs are required to run PS5 games, that they're trying to, imp- they're working to implement some sort of streaming solution for PS5 titles and PS Now.
0: And it's funny because they pay Xbox to use their cloud services.
1: Yeah, they really do. Like there was a deal back, I don't know, three, four years ago, three maybe with satya nadella and the head of sony i don't remember exactly who that was and uh they yeah and they made a deal where xbox got some of the r d and like technology uh actual hardware stuff from sony and then they let i think sony had the ability now to license microsoft's cloud services for their gaming on the back end so a lot of the streaming stuff over at sony is at least benefited or in some way helped by the Microsoft streaming stuff based on a deal they made like three years ago or something.
0: And that's the end of the Sony news. Now we're going to hop over to the next and last story in Outside the Box. Caleb, Big Daddy Pachinko is back.
1: Yeah, dude. They just uh, this story just broke today, man. It's October 1st when we're recording this. And uh, this should go live. I guess that would be the 4th, October 4th. And so as we're recording, this is relatively breaking. But VGC, Jaren, reported, quote, their title, Konami is set to revive Metal Gear, Castlevania and Silent Hill. With the byline, the Japanese publisher will reveal major projects after a period of relative quiet. And so what's going on with this, Jaren? What happened? What'd they say?
0: Dude, Konami is back, and apparently the first game that they will be working on is Castlevania. And uh, Caleb and I kind of are like, this makes sense because of the Netflix show, and that's essentially what these Netflix shows are used for, is to like get out games to the bigger audience. And this is weird because konami was supposed to go at e3 2021 but then they pulled out due to timing issues i guess the games just like weren't ready to show
1: yeah i forgot about that but yeah in this case vgc spoke to they have anonymous i think publishing sources uh and then so they, that they've talked to and so they got the scoop on this story and yeah they're like konami has kind of had a restructuring in the back end and like their gaming division and it looks like they're ready to start pumping out some titles and yeah like you said the first would be a new castlevania game which sources described as a quote reimagining and quote of the series currently in development internally at Konami in Japan uh, with support from local external studios. And like you said, Jaren, the Netflix thing, basically so Konami made that deal with Netflix because if you guys will remember bef- any time before right now, Konami was no longer really in the business of making games. They haven't done shit really since Metal, Ge- Metal Gear Survive. And then they put out some Yu-Gi-Oh content every now and then. Yu-Gi-Oh! And- and then so they they just were like sitting on ip and they are sitting on like some valuable ip and so they were like yeah fuck it we'll like license that shit out to netflix like who cares and then it happened to be really good and everyone liked it and they're like oh okay and then now they've yeah, been slowly working back into video games and vgc's kind of reported that like yeah dude um that one of the things they say is established in 2004 virtuous uh it's like V R V I R T U O S. v-i-r-t-u-o-s is one of the largest game developers in the world and focuses on supporting the development of a major AAA games or or bringing existing games to new platforms. And according to them, these people, Virtuos or whatever, are working on a Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater uh, remake, I believe. And then there's some other stuff in here they report on. They say, finally, multiple Silent Hill games are currently in development at various external development studios, as per an earlier VGC report in February. So that's something we've already known about. But essentially, guys, yeah, I mean, Konami's coming back. Like, we've kind of known that, right, for a while. And But VGC's like, no, we have sources now. And shit's happening. Like, it's in the works. Castlevania reimagining. Metal Gear 3 by this studio. You know, uh, we already know about Silent Hill shit that we're going to, I don't know, we've heard about forever, <laughs> but we've seen nothing of.
0: Yeah, they've decided to not be as fucking stingy anymore with not letting their games be made by anyone else besides them, but then not making them themselves.
1: Exactly. Exactly, (laughs) Jerry.
0: And now, Caleb, we might as well hop over to the X block.
1: (laughs) That was a good one. That was was was, was kinda hot. Yeah, I didn't fall off that time, dude. That was not my top game.
0: (laughs) TGS is in the house, and by that I mean Xbox Showcase at Tokyo Game Show twenty twenty-one has happened, and here are the biggest announcements and reveals. Cloud game streaming coming to Australia, Japan, Mexico, and Brazil. Tomorrow, which is today, so Friday, October 1st.
1: Wait, tomorrow is today, but when are they listening to this? Is that today too?
0: That would have been three days ago. Wow, it's getting crazy. It is confusing. But whatever, it came out October 1st. And if you live in any of those countries I mentioned, you already have it. So congratulations. Yeah, dude, congrats. We got it, man. Streaming. We made it available. The next biggest one, Phil Spencer wants Xbox to increase its Japanese game lineup. And does increase mean like one I don't know man I'm still waiting for them to buy Sega and then then they'll have a lot but <laughs> Phil's been talking about this for a while
1: like he's had interviews like 2 years ago where he was saying Xbox one of its primary goals and visions is to increase uh the Japanese kind of Xbox audience and focus on developing studios in Japan or like making games that are like from Japanese developers you know and in, in order to compete in that market with Nintendo and Sony because they're pretty much they basically Nintendo has their own market and then Sony has their own market and both of them are uncontested in Japan. Yep. Um, so they're like, might as well. Cause you know, Xbox is already doing well in Europe and North America and South America and things. So yeah, uh, that was what, that was pretty much what's going on there. And there, there's a lot of this news is centered around. Just kind of Jap- Japanese gamers and like growing that audience.
0: Big Daddy Phil got me to play Yakuza though. So it is working. He's getting some people to play the Japanese content.
1: Yeah, you had never played one before. And so, yeah. And in, in this roundup we have here, they have, they're like, yeah, we want to increase our Japanese presence. They an- a- announced that, or I guess the head of uh, the, the, the game director for the Evil Within 2, John Johannes. He said that um, they are, quote, hard at work at a new game, end quote but did not elaborate.
0: That's the actual, like, biggest news, though.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Ghostwire Tokyo, Um, the director for that game, Kenji Kimura, they're working on that, clearly. But then the guy from The Evil Within 2, he's like, yo, we're working on something else. It's like, oh, got something else in development. Okay, but we don't know what stage. So, you know, they got they got a couple games going on there. Then Scarlet Nexus and more headed to Game Pass. Here, do you remember what the other titles were? It's like a bunch of stuff we don't care about. Like AI, Somnium Files.
0: Yeah, it's, it's more like Scarlet Nexus is the big... And the important one. And it came out on Game Pass. Yesterday. I don't know, Jaren. I haven't played Mighty Goose, but I'm
1: I'm thinking that might be a, a hit, you know.
0: Dude, you don't want to play Mighty Goose?
1: That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I gotta like we you say, you know, Scarlet Nexus is the one, but it says right here they added Mighty
0: Goose. Dude, so. spin that wheel. No and today's game, Mighty Goose. No, I'm how dare kidding. you? I was that gonna say <laughs> eat
1: dick. No, not play mighty goose. Get the fuck out of here. And then uh yeah, a big another piece of the big news from the Japanese or the Tokyo Game Show rather. Was uh, this is from IGN Redfall, Starfield, and more will be localized for Japan. And this was some huge shit because Todd Howard of Bethesda likewise said that Starfield will include Japanese text and voices, adding that this is quote our largest translation ever end quote with quote over 300 actors and 150,000 lines of dialogue. And for reference, I'm pretty sure Fallout 4 had like 120,000 or less, and I think yeah, Skyrim I thought, I thought had, it
0: like, had like 80. but Yeah, maybe not.
1: I thought Skyrim had like 60, or 60 or 80. Okay. And then I think Fallout Four had more than that. And then
0: oh yeah, true. It was it was that Fallout 4's main character him uh, him or herself had sixty thousand,
1: which is whack. And this game yeah. is bigger than that. <laughs> so like, and it's you can it's in Japanese. So get hype for all you Japanese folk playing Starfield. And that's basically everything here. And I like how um I like how the IGN wraps it up where they say in their final paragraph here. Overall, the presentation was light on breaking news, but instead served as a reminder to Japanese game players that Microsoft isn't going anywhere and that buying a console isn't the only way to enjoy Xbox games, which is what they're referring to with like the streaming coming there. So people in Japan and the other countries they listed now can do Xbox cloud gaming from their PC or more likely their phone or tablet or whatever the hell. So and that's a a real mobile gaming market over there in Japan. And so they're like kind of and I like how IGN wrapped that up. They're like, "Yeah, you you don't need an Xbox," then that's kind of a point of their presentation, which is that you have Game Pass and cloud streaming and mobile devices and whatever. So like have fun
0: if you want. Yo, and shout out to the guy who wrote this cuz his name's Diamond and that's pretty badass.
1: Yo, is it Diamond Fay? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah, Diamond's kind of hot and like a hot name, not gonna <laughs> lie,
0: you know. Next up, this all comes from Phil Spencer and what's the what's that guy's first name? Strauss, Strauss Zelnick had like kind of a, almost like a round table discussion where they talked about Game Pass and Microsoft and all that kind of thing. And, and uh, it was funny because Zelnick kind of said, uh, he then asked Spencer, I think the last time we checked, we got around 30 million subs, Phil, right? Something like that. And then Phil Spencer responded, the last public number we announced was 18 million. Zelnick then appeared to try to course correct himself saying, It's more than 18, he (laughs) continued by noting that in order for a service like Game Pass to grow a larger audience of something like 200 million, it needs to serve consumers well.
1: Yeah, this is from uh, (laughs) GameSpot. Over there, they wrote an article about it, and what do you think? I I think we all know what to think, but what do you think about that, Jaron? What do you think about that line where he said, I think last time we checked, we got around 30
0: million subs, Phil, right? Something like that? <laughs> yeah, and then and then Phil's like, oh, uh, the last public number uh, was so 18. Like, uh,
1: I'm sure he said it like this. The, the <laughs>
0: last public number we announced was 18 million. I'm sure that's how I said it. <laughs> no, Caleb, it was more like this. Uh, the last public number we announced was 18. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Shut the (laughs) fuck up, Stouts. And then you look under the table, there's a fucking handgun pointed (laughs) at him. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, clearly these kind of people would know, especially when they're trying to market why their game should come to Game Pass and the amount of players it will reach, they would tell third-party publishers that in order to get them to bring their games.
1: There are a couple ways to look at this. Some people might say, okay, maybe this guy's totally aloof, really doesn't know. He heard 18 million, he heard 20 million, and he's just like, it's like 30, right? He rounded up or something. That's probably not what happened. Like Honestly, the Take-Two CEO it's Strauss Zelnick, he, he he is privy to everything you can imagine, literally everything. And when he said last time we checked, we got around 30, right? That's probably the accurate number. And um, yeah, 18 million was announced. I don't remember. was it earlier this year or was it last year? I can't remember. Exactly it was earlier call.
0: this year. It's, it's a big jump.
1: Yeah. And it's uh, it makes sense. And like the way it's being reported is that is a crazy number because things like Forza Horizon and like Halo haven't dropped yet. Plus yeah. every fucking thing else coming out in the Game Pass, like major over the next year and a half year. Right. And so they're like, OK, if that's accurate, that's a cr- that's crazy fucking gross.
0: Like, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's like Disney Plus is like zero to 150 million or whatever it was.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this one, this was a gaming <laughs> game streaming service on a console that sells fewer units, which is.
0: And he said last time I checked or last time we checked, does that mean it's more? It
1: could be it could be less, it could be <laughs> it could have been like twenty eight thousand and then he's like it's around thirty right like that could have been what he meant to, you know, so it could have not exactly hit thirty yet yeah, exactly thirty million, so yeah, but anyway, the news here is it seems like updated game pass numbers almost certainly not certainly but almost certainly have leaked <laughs> based on this this talk and it's around thirty million. <laughs>
0: The next story is Dolby Vision and Atmos is now on Xbox, Caleb. Dolby Vision has come to Xbox, and despite the Xbox Wire post saying that over 100 titles are available now or coming soon, there's not a full list yet. There are only a few currently that support Dolby Vision, Borderlands 3, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, Dirt 5, F1 2021, Gears 5, Immortals Phoenix Rising, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Metro Exodus, Flight Sim. And Psychonauts 2. And basically, what you're going to notice if you have Dolby Vision is you- you've probably seen it on Netflix if you have a TV that actually supports Dolby Vision, but they essentially go in and make the game look the best that it can using Dolby Vision's technology rather than like making you do it yourself.
1: Yeah, it's like a software, like an, like a program, like a AI kind of thing that yeah. actively makes I mean, It's smarter than you, not you, Jaren, the audience. And it's smarter than me. And so it makes your video, your, your image look better than you can make it look, you know, because you're an idiot.
0: Yeah, so it's, a, it's an exciting thing. Uh, I haven't had a chance to try it yet, mostly because I haven't played any of those games, but I assume the next one I'll probably play Psychonauts 2, so I'll definitely give feedback on how it looks with Dolby Vision.
1: I think what they kind of said, at least in this Pure Xbox article, is it seems that games with HDR that are also Series X slash S enhanced are the ones that support it. And it's very few right now, and it'll likely and certainly grow by a lot here, but so, Jaren, are they saying that the native Xbox audio now is not Windows Sonic, but it's Dolby Atmos? Is that what they're saying?
0: Oh, uh, no. I think it's just a toggle that you can have. Like, if you paid for Dolby Atmos, you can have it. Dolby Vision's a separate thing from Dolby Atmos.
1: Yeah, no, Dolby Vision, and that's like tied. You have to have that through your TV, too, right? And do you Yeah, pay your for TV that?
0: comes with it. No.
1: Okay, it comes with your TV. And but Dolby Atmos, the audio, like I've paid for that. It's like a software that you like. It comes with, if you buy an Astro A40 headset, I think it comes with the like temporary subscription and you can just pay like minimal money for the license. I don't it's not a subscription. Actually, you just pay for the license, I think. Yeah. And uh, it's so how is that different than like what 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 is being implemented there that's different from what I just described? Because you can already use Dolby Atmos as an app on your on your Xbox.
0: Yeah, I don't think that was the Microsoft release. I think that was just uh, what's it called? Pure Xbox. I think they were just inferring that they're the only console that uses Dolby Vision and Atmos.
1: Oh, okay. I see. Dolby Atmos or Dolby Vision is the main news here because Dolby Atmos, if you guys you're on Xbox, literally go to the store, look up Dolby Atmos and it's like a it's a basically a 3D audio kind of spatial audio type uh, software that you can just purchase as a one time license. And then games that support Dolby Atmos will run it and you'll have way better audio in your headset and things. So but yeah, Dolby Vision, this you have make sure if you're interested in this, your TV has to support it.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't check it automatically in your settings. If your TV does support it, you have to go into your settings and check it to say that you want it.
1: Yeah, so if you uh, if you use Dolby Vision, dude, let us know on Twitter, like at Xblock Podcast, or on YouTube, uh, the Xblock Podcast, Leave a comment or something. Let us know if it's like revolutionary for you. I'm curious. I'm th- I think Jaren will use it. But uh, I want to hear from people who aren't Jared.
0: <laughs> the people who don't notice things as like closely as I do when it yeah. comes to TVs.
1: I already know what Jared thinks. I want to hear what somebody else thinks.
0: Next up, this story is relatively going to be quick. We just want to give a shout out to Xbox. This came out today. And uh, they're celebrating the disability community with new accessibility updates. And that means bringing a whole sleuth of uh, essentially like filters and uh, things that say this game supports accessibility features, and there's going to be 20 different features, some of them including narrated game menus, subtitle options, input remapping, full keyboard support, and single-stick gameplay. And they're going to show all of this in the store, so you can, like, go through and pick out games that will uh, cater to you if you uh, have difficulty playing games yeah. in, like, the traditional sense.
1: Big accessibility push here. Yeah, toggle in the store for, like, accessibility things, and... um. They, the Insider thing that they announced the Alpha Insiders were testing, which was like night mode and blue light filters and things like that, or dark mode, whatever it was called. Uh, all that stuff, I think, is now live to everyone, if I'm not mistaken. So they have, and yeah, it's just a big, and there, there were some updates to the controllers now that are live to everybody. And so there's a the, big accessibility push from Xbox here, especially with the store page and how all that's working. And the filters and uses for games. So if you want to go to like the Xbox Wire um, and try to find that article in the news, you'll, you can read like a full long ass rundown on it. But yeah, accessibility, dude. I, Jaren, uh, my insight here, Jaren, you know, a crazy take. You ready? Do Xbox does accessibility better than everybody. And I don't know why it's so hard for everybody else.
0: Yeah, I really don't know. I just I feel like everybody like I think we, we I was pretty clear about what I wanted on our last episode. But I just want like AAA developers and even AA developers like THQ to just put in like a little bit of extra effort, whether that means that we need to see like the onset of studios that entirely focus on accessibility updates and maybe you can hire them to do accessibility updates. That'd be a cool thing. If your studio can't support it, but yeah, just make an effort to include everybody in your art.
1: Yeah. A lot of people who aren't Nintendo are making a push for accessibility and really trying to make that, you know, a thing like Nintendo uses like a lot of gyro controls and bullshit and everybody's like, this isn't accessible, but okay. But like Xbox is doing shit where like the packaging for their products are like things that don't even have tape or whatever so that you can open them. You know what I mean? Like that kind of nonsense, like that kind of not nonsense. I say that not in the sense of it doesn't matter. But I'm saying like that kind of trivial thing that you wouldn't normally think about that they do or like with their accessibility controller. And I don't know about with their other packaging, but I know at least with that controller. Yeah, they have it in a way where you can open it if you, I think, can't use your hands properly
0: and things. It's going above and beyond.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like thinking of the things that you would pay somebody to tell you enough to uh, tell you about because you care, right?
0: Yeah which is it's just good like there's no downside to it
1: (laughs) yeah it's not even like corporate thing where it's like oh it's like a corporate marketing thing it's like I don't think I think it's objectively just a good thing that they're doing yeah and
0: even if it is a corporate marketing thing to look better it's still benefiting a lot of people so there's nothing wrong with it
1: a big part of all this is I'm pretty sure I'm 90% sure but I may be incorrect I'm pretty sure though Satya Nadella's son or his child has a disability and that's one of the reasons that he's so aware of this kind of stuff oh okay yeah, I'd have to look back into that, but I I think I heard that. Yeah. Anyway, so you know, accessibility on Xbox being pushed. There you go. Big, big new update. Go look into it.
0: Yep. And the next up thing is you know it's it's Caleb talking about Halo again.
1: Oh, is it me, Jaren? Is it time? Yeah. Is it time, dude? Welcome to the Halo Block Your Podcast within a podcast for the fucking ninetieth week in a row where I talk to you about all of the Halo Infinite news in the lead up to Halo Infinite. And so, Jaren, we just had our first weekend of a tech of the second tech preview with like matchmaking for Social Arena and all these things. Did you jump in? Did you get hyped, Jaren?
0: No, I've been working. Not
1: at all. Exactly. You didn't, but I did. And I checked it out. And again, I like it. I like Halo Infinite. It's got a lot of pros, got some problems, but I'm not worried about them because the way that the community director and the community manager have been talking about them on Twitter, it seems like all the problems that I kind of have and things are going to start getting fixed out, Jaren. And they're they're aware of it. So I wrote this article over on Gamer titled... 343 is aware of aim assist issues in Halo Infinite's tech preview. And so everyone has been noticing mainly on controller. uh, I think even more, more so mainly on controller plugged into PC that there's basically no aim assist and no aim tracking. And it's really like you think you're like everyone's like, am I just ass at the game? And the answer is you are, but you're less (laughs) ass than you think because of the lack of these options, a lack of this normal basic level of aim assist and tracking. So Brian Gerard, who's the community director, tweeted out on uh, September 29th, Hashtag Halo Infinite MP Preview PSA. We are definitely hearing feedback around aiming. There are known issues in this pre-release build, but this is an area the team is monitoring and we'll dig into once we have more data from this flight. We'll share more insights when we can. And then he talks about uh, in a subsequent tweet, Once it's wrapped and we've all had time to process, we'll put out a flight outcomes blog similar to last time to share the team's perspectives on key feedback themes. And so there you go, dude. 343 is uh, looking into that. They are aware that uh, everyone on controller is getting their shit kicked in and can't track people. And I think I mentioned this in the article, too. But when console people or controller people have a disadvantage against keyboard mouse people because your thumb is less precise than your wrist movements. And so it's harder to track, especially fast moving opponents in an FPS kind of thing. And so there's usually some minimal amount of aim assist for controllers to compensate for this and to make the game even like somewhat playable unless you're nade shot or mint blitz or something where you can just do well regardless. But for everybody else, you need a little bit of that that kind of aim assist option. And so they're going to they're going to look into adding that and this can add problems, Jaren, because if your aim assist isn't there, people can think like me that you either it takes too long to kill people so they have too much health or the weapons aren't powerful enough, you know, something like that. Uh, when really, or there's, you know, the sensitivity has issues, when really that's not the problem and it's the aim assist. And so we don't know if those things are the problem because the variable of the aim assist is uh, still there, you know, so we have to account for that. Anyway, that's one piece of news. We got a couple more quick things over here. Halo Infinite's full menu leaks in a video. So there's things circulating on Reddit, Jaren. One guy posted this whole rundown of a bunch of the emblems and a bunch of images and just a bunch of Halo Infinite stuff leaked, Jaren. There's a the full menu, some people glitched into custom games. They showed them playing like 20 their 28 player maximum lobbies and they're I like Zero. Forge
0: didn't exist yet.
1: Yeah, I know, but you can access like custom games and I think <laughs> there's Forge menu there too and it shows like placeholder options for browsing and file sharing. And a lot of cool things like checking out the most popular, you know, videos or most popular videos in theater mode and Mm. most popular maps circulating around. So a lot of community sharing there. We don't know how much of that will be available at launch, but it'll 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 get there. It's like Pornhub. Yeah. And so there was like zero gravity options in the maps, like people floating the fuck around weapons that aren't even supposed to be in the game yet. People were using like the I think the cinder shot and the stalker rifle and things like crazy shit. The Hydra, if I'm not mistaken. So a lot of stuff basically got leaked. Yeah, Hydra's from, a, it's like a lock-on missile thing from, I think, Halo
0: 4 and 5, Ooh, at least 4. This is exciting.
1: Yeah, shut up, Jared. I know you're not it excited. is, I'm excited. Are you sure? You, you're not messing with me?
0: No, I, I, that sounds cool. I like I like all the different okay. guns.
1: And then, last thing, all you like all the different guns. Fucking hot take. All right, I do. So, no, okay. But anyway, this 343 promises permanent ban for racist chat comments in Halo Infinite. Uh, another tweet here from the community director, Brian Gerard. He said in a tweet, quote, time for another Halo Infinite uh, preview PSA. If you spew racist comments in chat, you're getting banned. Preview or retail doesn't matter. We don't want this in our game or community. So there are text chat options for con- that you can access on controller and PC for everybody in the lobby a- 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 aside from the normal just voice chat. And so apparently in the preview, people were putting in some racist shit and 343's having to throw out the bans. And they got a filter that, you know, seemingly blocks most of this, but some of it's getting through. And they're like, yeah, we got to work on improving this for now. If somebody's saying shit in the voice chat, just report them to the Xbox reporting system. And, you know, always let us know about it. And we're going to ban motherfuckers out there. So, yeah, you can't be racist in Halo, dude.
0: Dude, that's good. Yeah.
1: So there you go. All you racists out there. I know you were about to hop in, you know, KKK meet over there. Let's hop in. It's Halo Infinite, but it's not happening. So there you go. That's a lot of the Halo kind of news rounded up for now. Is there anything else I didn't miss, Jaren?
0: No, I think you're good. You nailed it.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of news. I wrote so many Halo Infinite articles over the past week on GamePer and past week and a half maybe when you're hearing this, if you want to go read up on them. And uh, by the way, the big team battle matchmaking this weekend, but by the time you hear this should be over, I think, pretty much. That's
0: why I didn't put it in.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I just wanted to mention it because I wanted to shit on everybody who heard it, who didn't know about it and know that I got (laughs) to play it and you didn't. So, you know,
0: Halo block out. The last story in the X block, Scorn has been delayed to 2022, according to a press release. And Xbox Game Pass title Moon Glow Bay has been delayed, but it's only been delayed a little bit to October 26th from October 7th.
1: Yeah, quick insight here, uh, Scorn, that horror game you guys have been seeing that looks like Alien, The they joined, the studio joined a conglomerate of other, six other developers who are co-owning slash co-publishing slash co-everything owning this, you know, Kepler Interactive, this publishing group, and they announced in their press release that like they had exciting new IP coming in 2022, like Scorn and this and that you're like oh scorn so did you guys just announce a delay uh and they the studio as far as as i'm aware hasn't responded but that essentially means it's delayed which makes sense because we've heard nothing about it it's supposed to come out this fall yeah that's true and then yeah moonglow bay they just have some bugs that they need to fix up that takes if that take a few more weeks so we're excited for that game those people are nice
0: yeah it has drop in and drop out co-op
1: yeah so maybe we have to check it out here you know moonglow bay get hype for moonglow bay later in october
0: Now, we're moving on to the X-Factor discussion, and it's happening, Caleb. Netflix has acquired Oxenfree developer Night School Studio, and we don't really need to break down the story here. It's just, it's like we said, Caleb, it's like we've been hinting at. The big boys, the big dicks, be coming into the gaming sphere. Netflix is buying studios, Amazon's finally released a game, and apparently it's a smash hit.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was going to say,
0: so uh, we can
1: talk about this for a sec, so have you played oxen free or know anything about it
0: I just know that it was a popular indie game I haven't played it
1: yeah me that's all I know too do you know if it's any if it's like a top uh, popular adventure game
0: I heard it was good and that it was kind of yeah an adventure style game
1: and narrative driven or something like that so yeah Netflix acquired them Jaren, what do you what do you make of that what's
0: going on yeah I, th- I think it's just it's just like we said Microsoft kicked off the war the streaming war is coming. That has been in TV for this entire time. Google Stadia is
1: the France of this war, basically doing nothing.
0: Yeah, Google Stadia, like usual, Google too early and (laughs) uh, not prepared for what everybody wanted at the time. Then Xbox came in and did it right. And now everybody else is looking at Xbox and just doing their own version of it.
1: Yeah, Netflix is slowly working their way into video games, man. They have this Oxenfree studio who's going to be working on shit. And right now, VGC reports that, um, appa- and I think we talked about this, like, I don't know, 15 episodes ago, that Netflix is testing out uh, m- some games on their mobile you know platform in poland which mm-hmm. and we, italy i think yeah i don't know about italy i do know about poland here i don't know but maybe italy too that makes sense so i like how they're just using poland literally as like fucking testing grounds they're like because if it's fucked <laughs> we don't care because it's poland and you're like thanks guys but yeah you can get on your phone and they're like you know no no uh additional subscription cost to play games uh and it's like okay yeah but you guys constantly increase this overall subscription price for netflix so like haha, like i got it thanks but yeah, no extra charge, you get on your phone and you can play games like Stranger Things, a few Stranger Things games, and then yeah, maybe Oxenfree, and they're working on Oxenfree 2 and this is coming. And so yeah, you got Netflix out here making moves, but they say they're in the really early stages of this, but we had that one leak with them and like PlayStation stuff in the back end, so we don't know if they're working with Sony or if they're working on some sort of controller options and really ramping up there. Then you have Amazon, who you mentioned has the Luna streaming service I think on TVs yep. and they have uh, what what was that game that just came out that big MMO New World Yeah New World I haven't read the statistics all I know is that that game is really popular it's an MMO it's huge it's really popular and it, it got very big very quickly right as it came out and it's it seems like it could be along with Final Fantasy 14 it could be the WoW or the World of Warcraft replacement and uh it's just a huge MMO that Amazon of all fucking people released with their shitty you know, games and shitty development and shitty all that that they've had with games so far. It's like, nah, dude. Now they've got a big winner.
0: This is why Xbox said that Sony is at its main competition because when all these <laughs> big studios find out that they actually can just get into the game industry like Netflix is, when all the people with money show up, Sony's gonna be put in like seventh place when it comes to like the wallet. And buying studios.
1: If if you don't think Sony's eventually gonna be forced to start really catering to their streaming services, I think I think, my opinion, you're sadly mistaken.
0: Yeah, and I hope we still get games like on disc and you can download them and stuff, because I really don't want to stream things forever. But I guess if we get there one day where it actually works a hundred percent of the time, then I'd be fine with it.
1: Yeah, and, and this may be marketing speak, but in Phil Spencer's earlier talk, he kind of talked about how even though they have a big push for streaming and stuff, he was like yeah but like we're fine with you guys buying games like retail or whatever he goes in fact last year xbox had its biggest retail year ever so more people like bought games you know at retail apparently than it ever bought xbox games any year. And i'm like all right
0: yeah that's crazy i guess they did have a, like a bigger opening of any of the xbox consoles ever too
1: yeah i guess so so he's like yeah go buy you can buy games retail if you want but clearly this sh- the industry seems to be navigating towards streaming and yeah like jaren said the big players dude netflix is getting in Amazon slowly working their way in and it's like, okay, this is where these people are now. But Jaron, in 20 years, when you're like a fucking 40 dead year old man, something, and I'm, I'm a 40 something dead man, like what's going to be happening? You know, what's going to be happening with fucking Amazon and Netflix in 20 years in the video game industry? And how is that going to shape the whole industry?
0: Because Netflix is all about content, right? They just want to have as much content as possible. And everyone likes to point out that Microsoft's gaming division doesn't like spend as much money as like Sony's gaming division sometimes because of how much they actually care about the gaming division in the past. But Netflix is coming in with the express focus of making content and they spend more money each year just in money that they spend more than Sony's probably made as a whole company in the last two years. Netflix spends that on content so like you're just you're getting if you have to go toe to toe with these companies when they actually start just buying up studios and buying up everything and that's the thing is so we haven't seen really any hostile takeovers yet but Netflix could just roll up to Ubisoft buy out all the shares like that other company tried to do except Netflix has way more money
1: yeah I, I don't know exactly the financials there but it's the problem is it's all this stuff is kind of a possibility and you have the big players coming in and it's it does you don't in some ways I kind of I like some aspects of consolidation just because it simplifies things, but I understand arguments that in a creative sense, a lot of consolidation is not good for creativity in the industry and uh, a lot of risk in some ways. But I mean, we'll see how this all comes together. But yeah, it looks like the players are kind of coming out and we don't know, like the video game industry is notoriously hard to break into. So like maybe it ends up that the only thing that's affected is like the fucking iOS store and your goddamn iPhone. And that's like really where these things live. Instead of just the traditional PC console space, except for, you know, them acting as publishers. But we'll see. You know, it's getting it's picking up, though, man, like Netflix acquiring the Oxenfree developer is kind of big news. Like, now, it's not big for what it is. It's big for what it means.
0: Yeah. Well, it's also because like Google handled coming into the game industry like a normal company where they come in, they don't make money immediately. They bounce where Amazon was like, now we fucked up, but we're going to continue. Oh, we fucked up. We're going to continue. We fucked up. We're still continuing. Here's new world it's huge.
1: Exactly. And apparently it's good. I don't know, man. I haven't played it. I'm I'm playing my own MMO, Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> so I'm not going to be jumping into the new one and yeah, we'll see where this takes the industry and we'll keep looking out for Netflix and Amazon making moves in the next, you know, 10 years. So
0: Yeah, watch out for Disney Plus when they decide they want all their Marvel games back.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, watch out when Disney Disney's decides <laughs> the that they uh they you know the the god king Mickey Mouse looks to his left and decide, looks at the games industry and says, I want
0: that, and reaches his hand out because then we're all fucked. <laughs> oh, give me some games. <laughs> no, Mickey, go away. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Game Pass or Game play. We actually have it, and this is the segment where we spin a wheel of random Game Pass games, and it spits one out that Caleb and I haven't played, and we play it for you guys, and we give you a review at the end of the month. Last month's game was The Surge 2, Caleb and I both didn't like it, gave it a pass. Now, let's find out what this month's game is, Caleb.
1: All right, Jaren, spin me the wheel, dude.
0: Spin that wheel. Ah. Yeah, baby. (laughs) All right, Caleb, we have a bit of a more fun time this time, I believe. Are you sure or are you lying to me? Because you always lie to me. Always. Surgeon Simulator 2 All Access. Wow. On Xbox Game Pass, a co-op game for Caleb and I to play. Is that online co-op? Oh yeah, it is.
1: Are we really gonna have to? Well, are we really gonna get to play Surgeon Simulator 2, Jared? <laughs>
0: yeah, dude, we're gonna perform some surgery on people. You know what people say when they go to the doctor? They're like, "Man, I really wish the guys from the X Block podcast could be doing this for I me.
1: Want- <laughs> it would be so much better <laughs> if my spine were fixed from those by those guys." <laughs> caleb's been to massage enough he can fix it dude i got a massage what's today is it when's when so today's friday dude wednesday i got a massage jaren who deep tissue that shit was awesome you gotta get you a massage man my back feels so loosey-goosey right now
0: i've never had one
1: you really never have dude no you gotta it's gotta splurge a bit it can be kind of expensive a little bit but you just gotta just one time you know you just gotta go and just get a massage and you will it'll because the thing about people is there are some people are like, I don't need a massage, right? Like, I don't need this. Like, I, my, my muscles aren't that tense. Then you get one and you're like, oh, I had no idea, you know?
0: And I guess that, that's that been Game Pass or Gameplay, you know? Massages, Surgeon Simulator, it's all here. I'm
1: going to find a way to massage you in Surgeon Simulator 2. <laughs> I'm going to find a way.
0: Come back at the end of October, the last week of October, if you'd like to hear our thoughts on Surgeon Simulator 2 and whether you should pass or play.
1: Yeah, here are our review on spooky October games,
0: Surgeon Simulator 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. Should we have done a horror game?
1: No, because we have to spin it randomly.
0: That's true. That's true. Eat all dick, right. Dude. Moving on to the faff. Now in the faff, this is where you go, where you see all that news scrolling by on your Twitter feed and you say, hmm, should I click on this? I'm here to tell you absolutely fucking not. You will come here and you will listen to us break it down. Here is the news that you don't need to know and the news that you probably shouldn't even need to find out, but I'm going to tell it to you anyway.
1: Yeah, when you're like, when you're walking through your house, you know, and then grandma yells, have you heard about the Call of Duty season? And you're like, shut the fuck up, grandma. I don't give a fuck about Call of Duty. That's this. That's the faff news, you know?
0: And the first thing in the faff caleb why don't you hit me with it micro marvel avengers is coming to xbox game pass for console and pc this week
1: you thought i had something to say about that the audience may not know there was a solid three seconds of silence there because we cut out some of it but uh that's
0: it <laughs> october 2021's xbox live games with gold titles have been confirmed i'm not even going to tell you what they are because they don't matter i would rather play those than marvel's
1: avengers whatever they are i don't care what
0: they are <laughs> Bethesda is sending the star of Deathloop a PS5 so he can play his own game because apparently he didn't have one Sony didn't give him one so Xbox sent him one so he could play it that's the biggest
1: big dick move like good guy move like it's like checkmate you know where Sony can't say anything and no one can say anything because it's an, an objectively nice good thing to do but then it's also the fact that they seemingly don't care enough to where they'll buy that dude to playstation because they're like fuck it we don't care we're microsoft we never lose that kind of thing
0: <laughs> well i've got some news caleb that you might like here I probably out of it. your budget though super groupies a kind of uh fancy clothing brand has a halo infinite collaboration and uh these clothes and this watch are dirty but goddamn are they expensive? Super Groupies, what now? Super Groupies—they're like a designer clothing brand. They have a a green jacket which features the UNSE and the one one seven logos, and it's two hundred and thirty dollars.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at this shit. That backpack looks cool, but
0: goddamn, <laughs> that watch—holy shit! They all look cool. It's it's a pretty awesome collaboration, but it's all out of our budget unless you go to our Patreon.
1: Jesus Christ, <laughs> that watch is two hundred forty dollars. I would sell Jared. not even Jared that bad for, for, a, rock,
0: for a watch. Though. No, it's
1: good for, a, yeah, but like, look at movement watches or something, right? You know? Speaking
0: of movement watches, brought to you, no. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> the fucking ad man over here. All right, Caleb, hit me with the next faff.
1: <laughs> Gaming's dictator, question mark?
0: New World, the MMO that we were talking about from Amazon, doesn't allow Bezos or Amazon character names, it seems. What? Why not Bezos? You can't be good old Jeffrey.
1: God, man. If you guys want to hear a great song, go listen to Bo Burnham's song, Bezos, and you'll shit your pants. That song's so
0: good. Apparently, PC Gamer attempted to create a character named Jeff Bezos Wallet and Unionize Amazon, but they were blocked. Jeff B was also blocked, and Bezos with a zero was also blocked.
1: Unionize Amazon was blocked? Really? However,
0: wow, apparently dude. PC discovered that you can put Beth Jezos as your name
1: fucking that's crazy a lot of these companies are getting shitty as fuck man like i don't know if you saw the story did we report on it that the uh fifa uh fifa 22 like won't let you put in like stand with hong kong or stand with? oh yeah HK. yeah we
0: saw that we didn't talk about it though
1: yeah they won't let you put like stand with hk as, i don't know if it's a uh, in some sort of character entry i don't i don't really know i'm not familiar with fifa but there was a video showing that it's like a bunch of like anti-Chinese type things you can't put in. You're like, what the fuck, man? And then Amazon won't even let you say unionize in their game. <laughs> like, what the
0: fuck? Oh, we live in a weird world, Caleb. We live in yeah. a weird world. But this weird world is full of quick quips. And that's what we're moving on to next, what Caleb. Fortnite segue. leak reveals upcoming Monopoly crossover. What do you got to say about that?
1: It's in the tags now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> next up. Bandai Namco has revealed a new company logo, Caleb, and it is trash.
1: Yeah, dude. So Bandai Namco changed their long-standing logo of that kind of orangish the shapes with the nice bandai namco text in the middle basically they changed what they had from a good logo to an ass logo where it's a pink text box you know chat box and then it had oh i forgot this is quick quips what do i have to say about it it's ass there you go i forgot it was quick quips here.
0: oh no it's it's okay caleb the joke yeah. i had for you that i made you pull up this logo for yeah you see where it says fun for all into the future
1: yeah below it that's their yeah what are of. all
0: those capitalized letters FAF. yeah it is
1: wow <laughs> wow they really dude they it's a joke for us they listen hey bandai namco i pre hey what up i appreciate you listening man shout out to you guys
0: konami's free to play e-football is already the worst rated steam game in history is that a surprise <laughs> no i don't think it's a surprise and this last quick quip which jaron always takes traditionally Bayonetta 3 is being directed by Scalebound's designer and could share a feature. I wonder if that feature is getting canceled. And with that, Jared, that's the that's the end of the X Block, Jared. Yeah, episode 29. And if you would like to listen to us somewhere else than you're listening to us right now, you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, any of the other podcasting platforms that Anchor supports. Or you could head over to YouTube if you're one of those YouTube people who likes their podcasts over there. YouTube at the X Block Podcast. Feel free to leave us a comment, and we will answer your questions in the X Factor discussion. If you leave us a question, and if you would like to follow us outside of the podcast, feel free to go over to Twitter at X Podcast. Feel free to go over to Instagram at X Podcast, and Caleb will tell you about our Twitch. And our Patreon.
1: Dude, the Twitch is the underscore XBlock. And you're saying, Caleb, how many times have you streamed this week? And I would say, none. I've been working, but it's coming. And you would say, Caleb, you keep saying it's coming. And I say, that's what she said. And now, if you want to learn about the Patreon, Jaren, patreon.com slash XBlockPodcast. Go over there, throw us a few monies. Because if you throw us some monies, I can buy a new sure microphone or a new PC that will make my you know, PC stutter less and will, will benefit the podcast, good for streaming, good for all that stuff that we can do. So yeah, patreon.com slash xblockpodcast. If you want more of this for some reason and want to sh- see the show live on
0: in perpetuity,
1: throw us a few pesos over there at the uh, at patreon.com slash xblockpodcast.
0: And that is all for the X-Block Podcast today. Please go and tell your friends about us. Tell your mom, tell your grandma. Unless it's the grandma from three episodes ago who's dead, then don't bother. Yeah. Uh, Tell your grandpa. Uh, you know, just just tell Jared, everybody. When
1: you go to the doctor, dude, you should tell your fucking doctor because you're sick as hell.
0: There you go. X-Block out. Thanks for listening to the X-Block. New episodes every Monday at 5 a.m.
1: Wake me up when September ends. <laughs>